Hi. Hi. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my lame-ass attempt at beatboxing. It was fantastic. Thanks. I don't know if we'll be able to hear it over the intro music, but maybe it'll just align perfectly. It'll just align music. perfectly with the intro music. Sorry about my voice. I'm a little froggy. Um, maybe it, a little bit. You're, well, you know, let's call it Lindsay Lohan. It's fine. Okay. It's not because I was, you know, starring in a bunch of movies and having a mental breakdown it's actually because i you weren't manning a nightclub in greece or whatever in mykonos <laughs> uh no i was not i was um singing along to screamo music and really put my heart and soul into it and my throat oh i i get it i still have sing-alongs to weezer in my car sometimes. it actually wasn't real like screamo music it was i was turning songs into screamo songs like any song I could, any song that was on the radio. Literally anything can be screamo. If you try hard enough, anything so can, true. if you try hard enough, you too can scream into the endless avoid. Endless avoid. I like avoid. Can it's I, avoid can I, try, can I try my joke again? Yes. Will you cut out the point where I say yes. avoid? Will you really cut it out? Because sometimes you say. No, I'm going to leave it in because you said avoid and it's hilarious. No. I don't have a clean cut and then we'd have to start all over again. I'm, Let's just I'm happy it. to start all over again. Rachel, when we make mistakes, it makes us more relatable. Into the endless abyss. <laughs> scream into the endless abyss with me. Scream, scream as loud as you want. I really scream. thought I was going to actually have to record this episode lying down on the floor. Wait, why? Oh, not because not because my life is awful, but because I'm in pain. <laughs> well, if my, you would need to hurts. lay down on the floor at any point, um, you can. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, we can just move the whole setup onto the rug over there. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I even have a beanbag chair thing that you can sit on yeah if you want i got injured last year and like i fell and i hurt my back real bad and then i and i re-aggravated the injury while i was on vacation i got knocked out by a big wave and hurt myself from the knocked out by a big wave not knocked no i got knocked down like literally i was trying to get out of the ocean and it was high tide and i and i didn't time it right and so i like so I just like fell. Oh my god! Because this wave knocked me down, and I was already having like kind of pain that day. So and it was so bad that like I had to go to the hospital an hour away because we were on an island. I'm um, so glad you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Ish. I'm okay-ish. They they prescribed me some muscle relaxers, and that sounds like a good time. I mean, it was fine. Oh, your t-shirt too. It's Thanks. Really cute. It's from ASOS. It's ASOS adorable. is my favorite. It has a little zodiac sign it has on a little it. Sign. it. Yeah, it kind of looks like a tarot card. I don't know it what does. for. It's it like reminds Illuminati. It's Illuminati. Do do do. I'm I'm doing a I'm doing Illuminati triangle. You're doing it you at the microphone it. as if the, the microphone, microphone is a camera. A camera. <laughs> I realized I listened to our last episode and I was like, we do a lot of visual gags for for yeah. audio for for an audio medium. <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad as when you listen to podcasts that do live tours though, and they're like at an actual event <laughs> venue, and it's like they forget about the fact that they got that they got there by being an audio platform. Yeah, that's like, true. And it makes me so mad, especially, ugh. yeah. Actually, this reminds me of um, 
Oh, shit. What's the show? Hold on. Now I got to look it up. Okay. While you're looking that up, I'm checking our Instagram because I just posted that we're recording. And I was like, hey, if anyone wants to ask us a question, I realize that's very last minute. But um, the truth is we get a lot of questions. I just have a hard time organizing them. And then I forget because the, the questions that we got mostly would have been like a month ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I need to find like to figure out a system for cataloging that stuff so I don't bury it accidentally and then lose track. Well, Kristen Shaw was on an order was on an episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent. She was in episode 30. Do I know who that is? Yeah, she she does a lot of voice work. Um oh. she's Louise in um in Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. Um I do know her then. I got to make sure I don't skip it. Dun, 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 dun. I found the I found the show. <laughs> It, I got this shirt partially because it reminded me of one of the bad guys in Gravity Falls. Oh, which I haven't seen, so I won't get the reference. I think his name is Bill. I don't know. He's literally a, he's literally an Illuminati symbol with an eye. Oh. And that's what my shirt is. Maybe we'll take a picture of it so that y'all yeah. can see what I'm talking about. Ooh, here. I'm going to also take show notes as we're going this time. Just cool. because I'm really trying to make my life easier on myself. Oh, do you want to put Rachel's- them shirt do you want to put them in our little book yes let's write them down manually that's a good idea yeah all right rachel's shirt rachel's shirt for the show notes from gravity falls i hope that's probably not this it's something stupid it's not i don't mean stupid like that i mean it's something very simple um so do you want to uh, well, I guess first let's let's talk about what the hell we're doing because this isn't a typical after adult episode. What are we doing today? Well, we are doing a small series called the Summer of SVU, and we're watching and then discussing a few Law and Order SVU episodes that have plot points related to porn. Yeah, and the porn industry. So we did one episode last month, uh, early June, and now we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Our second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our second. Oh, yeah. His name is Bill. It's Bill Cipher. Bill. Okay. Bill That's Cipher. A good he, yeah. Anyway, so um, this episode is, um, like we said last episode, um, it's season, it's from season nine, episode 13, Unorthodox. If you want to watch with us, pause this episode now. Which I didn't and- actually until I like rewatched it recently. Yeah. We watched it. Did you not like get why it was called Unorthodox? Well, it's not that I didn't get it. It's just I didn't think about it. Like, well, the first time we watched it, I didn't even notice the name of the episode. And then <laughs> last night when I started watching it again, I was like, I noticed the name and I was like, oh. <laughs> so I, we mentioned, or we talked about it a little bit how, like, most Law and Order episodes have like a like one or two themes about society that they want to talk about mm-hmm. in the episode. And this episode actually does that, whereas the episode we watched before just was like, we're going to bounce all over the place and we're going to have crazy plot lines. Yeah, that one was just it was much. It was a lot was happening. They were doing the most. They were being real extra. Um, and this one focuses on religion and pornography. Yes. <laughs> More importantly, pornography's effect on 
young minds. It's like act one is religion, act two is pornography. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. This is an episode that actually has a that actually has a trial sequence. It's not like the last episode where it's all the investigation. Um, this one is actually the, the trial is sort of important. Mm-hmm. And the reason we chose it is sort of like the meat of the episode. It's because the defense is basically like he watched porn and thought that's how real life is. They literally I wrote down quotes from like the, what the oh, defense cool. attorney said. Wait, wait until we yeah. so we're going to we're <laughs> going to roll into our recap. Um oh yeah. Also, side note, um Law and Order SVU features yeah. um pretty graphic themes um even though they're toned down for like network television, but they talk about rape, they talk about child rape. Um, they talk about child porn. If you need to skip these episodes, we completely understand and respect you and do what you got to do for your mental health. So like Adrian, we watched all these at the same time because I think we mentioned we thought we were just going to do one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we watched these like maybe a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was about a month. It was like so... five weeks ago. So Adrian texted me last night and was like, what is the episode again? And I was like, I don't I don't really re- remember. I think it's from season nine. Um, and it's I could tell her exactly how it started. The exact opening. The exact scene. opening. The, oh, like, we, how do you do that? I don't, I don't know. We open on a normal school morning. The kids are going through metal detectors. This one kid has... A dumb reason for why you should have his cell phone, which is that it's freedom of speech, and argues with the security you can't guard. Take away my freedom of speech. Yeah, it's so dumb. Um, it's two thousand four or whatever. Then the security guard. Um, then the security. The next kid comes through, and he sets off the metal detector, and she's like, "Oh, I guess it's your lucky day too." She's sassy black woman TM, uh-huh. uh, and. You know, he set it off because he had a calculator in his pocket, and the calculator is covered in red you stuff. You seriously didn't rewatch this? You remember I, uh, this I rewatched all? this one part because oh, I was going to okay. rewatch it this morning. Okay, um, okay. But then I was like, wow, I really remember this episode because I was able to tell you the exact opening sequence. I was like, I don't need to rewatch this. So, <laughs> so then, um, and she's like, he pulls out a calculator, and he's like, it's just a calculator. And, the, and she's like, geez, kid, did you sit and catch <laughs> Which was like, no, that's so, oh my God. (laughs) And she turns him around and he has like red, a red smear all over the back of his pants. And then he faints and they call 911 because it was On the back of his pants, like directly over where his butthole is. Yeah. So it's obvious that someone's, his butt is like. The doctor, in fact, confirms that. I, I stopped basically. At in the middle of the doctor's the when he's in the ER because I was like I don't need to watch this. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, because I just looked it up, uh, the air date for this is January two thousand eight. So anyway, the doctor is like we took uh, we took samples of the semen and pubic hairs from this little boy and it and it's still it was still motile. Mm. So which means it was recent. And he had signs that um, it had, it was ongoing abuse. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that also in that scene where they discover, like, um, 
or is it, it might be later on, but it's, it's, it doesn't take them long after testing the DNA and stuff to figure out, to put together, like, this is a young person. Um, n- no. Oh, no, I'm skipping no. over a whole bunch of stuff. You're skipping over a whole bunch of stuff that happens. Yeah. Why don't you bag that ass? Yeah, <laughs> bag that. Um, no, what happens is the, the son, like, the so kid, he's, like, mom. 10. He doesn't yeah. want to say anything. The mom is, like, I don't know. Um, I'm divorced because we're Jewish and my husband became super orthodox. Um, and he was, and I guess the son was staying with him recently. So they think, first they think it's one suspect. They think it's like his, um, Hebrew school tutor. It's not him. (laughs) Um, except he won't give him an alibi and the kid is not saying anything. Like he won't even admit that he was abused. So, um, so then we find out that the Hebrew tutor's alibi is that he's dating the secretary of the Hebrew school, which is not cool because Orthodox religion, I'm Jewish, um, and I just, like, skip, I didn't skip over this whole thing, I was just like, this doesn't apply to me, I'm reform, and they're Orthodox, (laughs) and I was like, so I kind of understand this stuff, but, like, they go so deep. Yeah. It's not not something I get. Yeah. They're, um, like, dating in secret, and the girlfriend is, like, we... It's she, really... I think she, it's also because... She provided they're... the alibi because she said, like, I was with him all day that day. Yeah. Like, it couldn't have been him. Please don't... But the thing that I thought was kind of weird slash interesting was... I think it was Stabler said... He was, like, wow, this... They're they're young, like the yeah. guy that was the first suspect, the tutor. Oh yeah, they're they're like in their early twenties. Yeah, or maybe they're maybe they're late twenties. Yeah. Even the reason the whole the commentary on religion is basically that like, um, is that like religion when it's too orthodox mm-hmm. is can be like too insulating and like mm-hmm. it could they could have done like the Amish. Or like, I guess maybe the they Mennonites, could've. or like, or some other religion. It, it, like you could put any religion in place. I guess because of this, it's, yeah. Um, and you would have had the same episode, I think. Yeah. Um. So, the I, thing I was gonna say that I like just forgot uh-huh. was um, that Stabler commented. After they find out that he did have an alibi and it really wasn't him, Stabler was like, wow, I can't believe that this tutor would rather, like, everyone in his community believe that he's a child molester than just be upfront about the fact that he's dating someone. Except they they didn't think that he was a child molester because they were literally, there were, like, leaflets that they were handing out because... They already, because like the Jewish community heard, I think because well, because he wasn't the like dad. It was that scene where they're like with all the, I don't know what, what the word would be. It's like the rabbi, but all the people that are yeah. like the officials at the school and like the church, yeah, or temple. The temple. No, that wasn't it. It's like when they first go to the temple and they talk to the secretary who this who the suspect is actually dating, but we don't know that yet. They already had flyers that were like ignore what the that police she, that his did. girlfriend made though no it was except the girlfriend didn't make the girlfriend made them but she made them on order from oh the okay. rabbi okay um, got it not so, just God, because these, co- these plot lines are so thick yeah they're juicy there's so many things like good piece of steak anyway um but well 
it did come across though like they they really set it up like the show the, the scriptwriter set it up so that at first you're believing that this tutor did commit this abuse yeah and you're believing that the temple's covering it up yeah like that's how they frame it yeah um and like also and then like at one point the kid who was right he's still like they go back to him a few times and he won't admit and he won't tell them anything because he's scared and he's ashamed and um and so at one point he disappears and the mom calls them and he's like my husband or my ex-husband kidnapped him and took him to like basically a really insular township um in like upstate new york that is it's a Jewish township, like the like police a community. Yeah, like a Hasidic community. Like the police are Jewish. They report to the rabbi. Like everyone reports to the rabbi. And then you finally, then the kid finally confesses because his rabbi from New York City took him up there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't kidnap. I mean, it was well, they arrest technically the rabbi for they arrest the, they arrest the rabbi for kidnapping yeah. him. But the kid is like, no, I wanted to go because I because I would be safe here. I wouldn't. No one would be molesting me here. And that's how we find out that it's actually another child who has been doing this. He's mm-hmm. like thirteen. He's um, the 14. kid for fourteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. thirteen. Yeah, fourteen. He's played by the kid who um, played Shane Botwin in Weeds. Also. He was the voice of Nemo in Finding Nemo. Oh, that's disturbing. Yes. I don't I, like that. I just, I was looking him up on IMDb last night. The, I think his name is Alexander... Go, uh, I don't like that. I wrote that. it down. I don't, oh, Alexander Gould is the actor's name. I don't enjoy that. Um, another absent father, dead mom. Yeah. So that's another note that I took because the first episode that we watched, uh-huh. one of the characters had a dead mom and an it was, absentee it dad was who was Angela working all the time. Yeah, played by Hayden Pentier. So this one, same thing, because one of the things that the kid Jack, the kid who does all the abuse, says, they literally when they go to like, they go to pick him up um, at his apartment. Him and his younger are literally watching porn. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, they're just sat in front of the TV and they're watching porn. Oh, I don't remember his little brother being in there. I think he was. I, don't I just re- watched it last night. I don't remember his brother being in there. Okay. They bring his brother in for questioning. Oh, okay. Too, and they ask him, like, has he ever, like, hurt you? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, but, yeah, when they ask about his dad, Jack's response is like, well, my dad works a lot. So, and, but it's the same thing. It's like, dead mom, dad works a lot. So, one of the notes that I took... <laughs> while rewatching this was <laughs> I put just like the last episode and like his fish alter ego Nemo Jack Trimbley's mom is dead these SVU plots are starting God, to feel like no, Disney movies stop uh, I don't, stop bringing up the fact that he, vo- that he voiced Finding Nemo when we talk about Law and Order I don't like it I know well just just to say that apparently you know you can build a whole acting career on playing children with dead parents, um, which I guess you really can. Yeah. Um, so basically, we find out he's just like watching. He's watching porn all the time, and he tells the detective. I actually wrote. He I wrote down the quotes. He's like, "I saw it in a movie. It was just like the movie. The guy said, you 'You're my bitch. I own you,' and everyone respected him." I wrote that quote down too. Yeah, I think that was actually what he said during the trial when he was 
being cross-examined. He said it during the questioning. Oh, during the questioning. Yeah. But he's, but he's like, it was just like the movie. You're my bitch. I own you. Um, and everyone respected him. We also get hints of the fact that, um, that Jack's dad is like abusive as well as an absentee father. Um, the way he responds to his kid getting arrested is super abusive. It's like he's just like gonna abandon this kid at the drop of the hat. I don't, I don't know, man. He, like, he has like we meant he has a little brother who's like around the same age as the kid who he attacked, um, and he's like, I can't. Like he says it in like a really angry way, and he's like, and like obviously there's maybe some. At least verbal abuse. Yeah, not I would say for sure. Physical abuse that like law and order really uh, bashes your bashes over your head that this is something that's happening. So, um, but like, I don't know if I had a kid who was putting another kid in harm's way. I, I don't know if I'd want them in the same house. Uh, I understand that. Um, Especially if you don't necessarily know how far the abuse is gone. So, I think that's a reasonable reaction for a parent who in, who does their absolute best and like puts a lot of effort into raising their children and teaching them right from wrong, mm-hmm. which is definitely not this dad. In well, he's episode. trying his best, but his wife is dead. His best is no. His best apparently is really being a bad. toxic like. Some real toxic masculine yeah. energy. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Like I, that's all I could, like rewatching this. I was like, like I understand that it's not the message that they decided they wanted to drive home with this particular episode. But I was watching it, going, it's just not super believable to me. I like, dis- I disagree. I, like- I think they were. I think that was a subplot in like, how do people end up like this? They first they come from an abusive home. Secondly, they watch too much but porn. But they don't... I don't think that they really illustrate beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is an abusive home. It's like... Oh, I mean... I think they, they like I think they illustrate touch on it, kind that of, it, there's but... at least some verbal abuse. I think he slaps him upside the head at one point. But that's actually... Okay. But that's actually a thing that happens a lot in Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Is that the father, when they're in an interrogation room with their, with their son... Because they need, is like, they won't say something and then they'll just slap them upside the head and be like, dummy, you gotta talk to them. Um, they're respect authority. Respect authority and slap them upside Whoops. the head. Uh, um, another quote that I wrote down, because it's yeah. similar to the other one we just said, is another thing that Jack said when they're interviewing mm-hmm. him, which I thought that this was. Maybe two... Wait, interviewing him during the trial, or...? Sorry, um, in the interrogation room. Okay. When he was oh. arrested. Okay, yeah. And I think that this seems a little too on the nose, like, a 14-year-old, especially one with clear, like, obvious me- mental health, you know, maybe a personality disorder well, or they only kind. Well, they, like, only have, they only have an out... Well, really, they only have 42 minutes. They really have to... They can't be subtle with these things. I know. <laughs> I just think it's not super believable that a 14-year-old is so self-aware that he would, he would rape other children and then say this. I was tired of getting picked on. The guy in the movie didn't get picked on after he had sex. That's why I did it. Yeah. Like, let me just describe... 
my motive to you in a very concise and accurate way. And I'm 14. So then, <laughs> so then he's in lockup, and the rabbi who previously kidnapped Alex, one of the vidca, one of the victim, victims, victim. Victims. Victims. I I don't know. My brain and my mouth weren't coordinating things well. It's fine. That's a, that's um, the new word. Um, he he took him to the Hasidic colony up north. Um, was like, you're not gonna try him as an adult, right? And and honestly, I think this might this exact thing might be and may, and you know I'm biased. This exact reason might be why they chose. Jewish people, because mm-hmm. any rabbi who I've interacted with, one, they will only give you a straight answer if they get to tell a joke. <laughs> if they're if they're telling a joke, like they'll always they'll answer your question with a question. Like if you ask, unless so, unless they, because their whole point is they're trying to make you think. The Jewish religion in general is one that is built on the foundation, not necessarily that you have to believe in God. This is this is just my opinion. I'm not a religious scholar. This is what I've taken from my religious, mm-hmm. uh, from my really not super religious upbringing. <laughs> but the Jewish religion is not necessarily one that's built on like you have to believe in God, um, but is built on the idea that you have to question constantly question your belief in God um, to better understand your belief. And that's just me. Um, you know, it's not so like. So he brings up a passage. He brings up passages like to sh- if someone, if a child does wrong, you, you strike them with a shoelace, which is basically just that. You know, you're. It's not like you're gonna go out and go get something hard and like whip them. Like, no, mm-hmm. you need to figure out. You have to treat. You have to treat them with compassion. Mm-hmm. So the. Oh, and then he says, like, they're, they, um, they bring Jack in, and they're like, it's too late to for arraignment, so we have to hold him overnight in the cell. And then they cut away to this, you know, him, the, like, curling up into himself in a blankie in yeah, the cell. Yeah, and the rabbi, and the rabbi just like, looks... Does he look like a man? It, yeah, he just looks real sad. So they end up trying him as a juvenile, but before they can even start the trial, um, the, the detectives come in, and they're like, we're arresting... Jack and they're like and the lawyer's like on what grounds and apparently Novak it was the oh, okay yeah. I was I thought it was Novak I wasn't mm-hmm. sure but they um, they come in again and uh, three other people have accused Jack of rape mm-hmm. three little girls um, and so they're trying him as an adult now which it's supposed to make you feel bad. Yeah. This whole soul episode—it's pretty good at making you feel like no one is winning. Everything, yeah. no one's winning. Everything's a mess, and it's all porn's fault. <laughs> That's a quote that we can use. I'm gonna write that one down. Okay, no one's winning. Everything's a mess. It's all, it's porn's, all porn's fault. fault. If this was, if this was that he had committed some sort of like. I'm not saying assault is not physical violence, but I mean physical violence without a sexual nature. It wouldn't be porn's fault. It would be video games' fault. Um, That's so true. It's so true. Um, Like, they submit evidence of, like, the tally of how many hookers he killed in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's exactly... 
So basically... And by hookers, I mean sex workers. I'm just saying hookers because that's what they... Yeah, the know. defense lawyer yeah. is... Isn't it Rita Perlman is the defense lawyer? Yeah, it is. Rita yeah. Perlman is the defense lawyer. And she's like... And she's like, porn... She's like, porn, mate. He watched porn all the time. And then you have like a montage of all the all the people who he has assaulted, all the children not, who he's assaulted, sort of recounting this. Mm-hmm. And then the closing arguments... At one point, Diane Novick says, the boob tube made Jack Tremblay a rapist. Oh, my God. The boob tube. Jesus. <laughs> Can I read some of the statistics that Rhea Perlman's character, like, throws out? Oh, yeah. I have one, which is 40% of song lyrics are sexually explicit. <laughs> and I wrote the note that seems, like, underrepresented. Like, do you think it was Do you think it was? Well, this that... is 2008 also. Okay, right. But do you think it was that, like, that study, wherever she picked this she said kaiser family foundation okay do you think the kaiser family foundation just like looked up songs that had sex or like probably or, because i'm thinking of peaches by the dead oh my god <laughs> and that nowhere nowhere does it mention sex but it's definitely about sex it's about kind of like kiss Oh my god! You know, like, but I don't think I don't think Honestly, that's what they like, counted. Take like any famous like fucking classic rock song, like like Led Zeppelin, and like, the, are you kidding me? Like, afternoon, all... afternoon delay. Yeah. What what is up, baby boomers? Shut your fucking mouths. Stop acting like things weren't sexually explicit when you were young. Every, everything was sexually explicit. Um. So. Here are some quotes that I wrote down from uh, the defense attorney played by uh, Rhea. Is it Rhea or Rita? Oh, shit. I think it's... Oh, it, is it, it, uh... it's spelled Rhea, but like I feel like Rita is what I keep saying. and I, It's because I said Rita. It's she's, Rhea. She's, I'm, she's so, I'm so sorry, Perlman. Rhea. Danny I'm, DeVito's... Danny DeVito's spouse. Separated. Are they separated? Yeah. I was, well, I Googled her today, oh, and so they're... Yeah, but they're like friends, but they're separated. Yeah, and seems, you, and seems you, real cool and progressive. It's, then. it's Rhea Perlman. All right, so so she said, "Here's the first quote: Given the ongoing ranchification of our culture, how could Jack Tremblay have known he did anything wrong?" I have another quote. I think this is actually from her closing arguments, mm-hmm. which is, "Sex pervades our culture, and we don't teach our kids how to handle it," which. You know what? I actually agree. With, I was yeah. like, I think this really gets... Her closing the, argument was actually really good. Like, it yeah, made a lot of sense. Her... I think this really gets to, like, the heart and soul of, like, Law & Order, where, like, some writer saw some headline about, like, more kids watching porn than ever, mm-hmm. but then not getting into the nuances. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I... And also... But her closing argument was awesome it was basically like a speech written to advocate for more transparent mm-hmm. um sex education yeah she even said like abstinence sex ed in schools as like one of the failings of yeah culture um which i agree with but i don't also think that that a semi that an abusive household and uh, that trauma plus uh, porn, video games, mm-hmm. some whatever you throw in, that doesn't mean that you're going to go right. commit crimes. Yeah, which is... Okay, that's, that's just, that's a correlation, not a causation. Exactly. That's 
yeah. And that's something I would I think that they could have outlined a little better, but again, not necessarily in the plot line of what they're trying to but discuss they, here. But they couldn't outline it better because it's law and order SV. <laughs> <laughs> Another quote from the defense attorney is Sex and violence glorified on TV has no consequences, so Jack didn't think there were any. And then she cites this statistic from the Kaiser Family Foundation okay. thing that she, which I feel like that's probably a real thing, right? If they're oh. like citing it in oh. the TV show, yeah, no, they use they use real, real shit. statistics. Yeah, she says kids who are heavily exposed to porn are twice as likely to initiate sex by the time they're fourteen. And she's talking to Novak when she says that it's when they're presenting their defense arguments to the yeah. judge. And Novak is like, that's ludicrous, because it doesn't mean that he's going to be a rapist. Like, just a kid becoming sexually active at a young age does not mean they're going to rape. Yeah. And then the judge is like, well, I'll let the jury decide that. Because he's a dumb old man. Yeah. Well, and also because there wouldn't be an episode without that. (laughs) Correct. Because they really need to have the trial scene. They really need to have the trial scene. (laughs) So, you know... And um, and it turns out really it, and like Oops, I said, and, and the reason that no one wins is that um, in the end the jury doesn't convict him of being guilty, but they can they convict they admit that he did the crime, mm-hmm. but they're gonna sentence him to be like to go to Bellevue or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like not guilty by way of mental incapacity or yeah, whatever the official right. terminology is for basically saying this person was not sane when they did so, this. So, yeah, so they admit that he did it, but they basically say he needs to be locked up in a mental institution where, I mean, because where maybe he'll get help, but probably he won't. Honestly, no, most likely not. Yeah, this fictional character will not get help. Yeah, um, and then it, but it's really they sad because then Sorry. they cut. Yeah, they cut away to the victim who's like, who already he's like a really sweet like you just want to sympathize with this kid, um, and he's just like, did did they not believe me? Which is so sad. Mm-hmm. Like no, it just it's so sad. It's one of those things where, like. And Elliot Stabler's like, no, they did, but they also, also believed, believed him. him. Yeah, it's again, it's one. Of the, it's like no one, no one wins. The rabbi is there in the audience and basically is like, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind mm-hmm. type of bit. Um, Do you remember the closing line of the episode? Nope, I wrote that down. Okay, tell me. Because I was like, man, this is so bleak. It's when Stabler turns to because Munch is like. Munch is Jew. Yeah. Munch is Jewish. I, I mean, I, he's an atheist, but he is culturally Jewish. Yeah, and he sort of has comments here and there where he sort of seems like he's finds the Orthodox community relatable in as far as like they don't like a lot of what's going on in media and mm-hmm. like it's like it's like the it's like any other religious um seclusive community again like the Amish or yeah. where they you know there are certain things that you don't do because you want to go back to the old ways i put that in quotes um like the old old world ways oh come on down we're going to no tv no tv and and you're and you listen to some radio programs i'm gonna pick this card all day 
I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, basically, yeah. Um, so the last words are Stabler, like Munch is kind of sitting there like, Ugh. and Stabler Munch, goes. Yeah, Munch is sitting, yeah, I remember. He's like, Munch is like, maybe they no. actually have the. Yeah, yeah. Ma- he's like, maybe they actually have the, the right, right idea. idea. And Stabler goes, well, you can't shut out the world. And then Munch goes, maybe it's not such a bad idea. And that's the end of dun, the show. Dun, dun. God, yeah, it was such a bleak episode. I yeah. did, it, you know, Law and Order is not Law and Order in Law and Order SVU and like Criminal Intent, like all of them, uh, are not um, like to play the cards of like society. Like, how does society play in and factor in, and how you know on why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and how the sexification of society makes people... Raunchification. Or the raunchification <laughs> or what, the raunchification of society makes people do things or the, um, or, you know, video games or TV or the internet or just, you know, they like to, they like to find a, re- a hot button topic to talk about and it just so happened that it was porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, you know, if you're talking about the presence of sex in the media, I think porn is probably the easiest target that you could pick. Oh, yeah. Especially um, in 2008, which, like, you know, the accessibility of free porn on the internet was still a fairly new thing in 2008. It was still fairly know? new. And also... Like that's, like, when Pornhub got, started to get huge. And, and yeah. you know, I don't disagree with the idea that if you don't have good sex, sex education... Sexication. Sexication. <laughs> If you don't have good sex education, <laughs> if you don't have a good sex education program in place, or and and or that your parents are unwilling to have open and frank discussions with you, or find someone who they trust to have an open mm-hmm. and frank discussion with you about sex, mm-hmm. and all, and you're just getting all of your knowledge from porn. That's the reason that when mm-hmm. I was. 20 and I had sex with a guy he just jackhammered me and there was no pleasure in it you know who you are if you're listening but you're probably not because you're a jackass um, but no he, that was it, not my first time having sex it was with the penis having person who was who it was it was literally like every it was it was like everything he was just copying porn wow. like porn moves mm-hmm like a horse so it was really unpleasant oh Um, but (laughs) yeah so you hear that you you hear that topic of dick size has been coming up a lot lately in my life in general and i just feel the need to reassert that like yeah dick size doesn't make a difference it's how you use it yeah Um, and if actually you might be the worst if you have a large dick and you just like have no finesse you hear (laughs) that the actual you hear that you have the worst finesse. Did yeah, you, yeah. I did. You're gonna have to bleep that you out. Just made that. Up. Is that real? No, that's his real name. Oh my god. <laughs> it's actually. Okay, I'll bleep his, it out. His full name is actually. Well, now I have to bleep out too, man. Okay, fine. I'll bleep out too. Just don't say it again. It's too much work. I won't. <laughs> but but no, I'm serious. It was it was like literally as we were as I was having some of the worst sex of my life. Aww. I mean. 
it's whatever I've had. It was, it was not bad because it was, it was bad because as I was like, it's literally like he watched a porno and he's doing the moves and like not, he wasn't like asking me like, does this feel good? He was just like doing it and assuming it felt good. And mm. we went to the same high school. So I know that the sex education program was not good. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so I don't disagree with that. That porn does, and like there are study, porn gives you unrealistic body expectations, yeah. unrealistic expectations of sex, mm-hmm. unreali- unrealistic expectations of intimacy, mm-hmm. you know? But I don't think watching too much porn turns you into a rapist. Correct. I, don't, I think, I don't I think that. watching too much porn turns you into someone who has a hairy palm. <laughs> it also kills so many kittens. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so many kittens. Save the kittens. Stop watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> god, that it's could that like... could be your other. <laughs> Save the kitten. So with it has to be a photo of Georgia Binks as a kitten though. Save the kittens. Stop watching porns. Um, it's just like you know. Fucking Disney movies, Disney princess movies present a very unrealistic, unhealthy, borderline, and sometimes actual abusive relationship dynamic. Yeah, you know what? I was so shocked that Rhea Perlman didn't bring up that because they're because specifically. And by the way, I love Sleeping Beauty. I have loved it for so. I it's mostly the art style. I mm. really, 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 really love. But like Sleeping Beauty and Snow White, you have um, acts, you have intimate acts, just it's kissing without consent because mm-hmm. the victim can't give consent because they're knocked unconscious by a curse. So <laughs> creepy. So, which is creepy, but you're, but you're really inundated from a very young age if you watched it. I have a friend who, um, who her parents were like, you can't. We're not going to show you Disney movies. Yeah. Um, Because it wasn't because of that. I think it's because her mom didn't like them. Oh, okay. She was allowed to watch, like, other cards. Like, she watched Animaniacs and shit like that. But she really, their parents were like, no Disney movies. Hmm. You know? Yeah, my parents were not, there was all the Disney movies in my house. Oh, yeah. The first movie I ever saw was in, in a theater was The Lion King. Oh, um, that was and, one of my first two, yeah. And my dad took me to see it, and I got really scared during the stampede scene. And so, a scary movie. And so I, had, I was crying, and we had to leave. And then we tried again, and the, it scared me again. And then we went again because it was, like, a friend's birthday. So and three times. Yeah, so three oh times my, my dad had to take me out. And he, so he didn't, he's, so he didn't see the ending. And we lived in D.C. at the time. So my mom, like... Bought him a bootleg copy oh of my the God. street so he could finally see the ending of the lot. Just your game. dad because he really wanted to see the ending? Oh, my God. That's so cute. Oh, my God. Also, I know your dad, and I'm just picturing him doing that, and that's the cutest thing ever. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. He, Aww. yeah. Like, my mom was like, yeah, I got to see it a lot of times because she would sit with my brother, but. I saw it a ton. A ton. What was your favorite Disney movie growing up? Oh shit! Probably, probably was Sleeping Beauty. Mm, that's yeah, good. I really did like The Lion King too, but it was probably Sleeping Beauty. I like The Lion King a lot. My mm. favorite 
What is what the fuck is someone doing out there? It like, smells. It smells. It smells like someone was just straight up smoking stogies in your. It's don't. I I'm glad that I'm gonna be moving soon because as much I really like my apartment. I don't really love the building. It's probably one of the cutest apartments that you've lived in. Yeah. Other than the first cute. one you lived in, that was pretty cute. That was the cutest. That was actually I yeah. We're I would have stayed there if I I'm were gonna, allowed to get cats. But. I'm gonna take that back. That one was the cutest. It had parquet floors. Yeah. It, well. No. Yeah. No. Didn't it have... They weren't parquet. It was just hardwood floors, but, like, real hardwood that was, like, really nice. Oh, the second place across the street had parquet floors. Oh, that place did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that place had... Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about that place. I like that place, too. Basically, I just move every year. It's just my MO at this point. Meanwhile, I'm a creature of habit. I've lived in the same apartment for over three years. Yeah. If I had that location, though, I would have stayed there too well i i'm moving too we're moving at the same time so you're gonna give me a chair hopefully hopefully i was gonna say if you weren't moving you could well you wouldn't be able to take my apartment because they don't allow cats either yeah that's fine it's so sad sorry i already signed the lease so and you already signed lease. sorry we got we're yeah my favorite disney movie is peter pan oh that's a good one Mm -hmm. um what's your Favorite porn. Don't bring it back to the subject. My favorite porn. Yeah, what's your favorite porn? <laughs> oh god, I don't really have a favorite porn. Though. I don't. I don't either. I'm excited to watch the new um, one j- that Jizzly directed that I contributed to the Kickstarter for. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. But basically, the argument was stupid. Mm-hmm. But had some, it had some valid points in there along the way. But I hate, I hate when people make the false connection that X makes you this. I think the argument of like there was no parental involvement in teaching this kid anything about it's like you're he's fourteen, mm-hmm. he's in you know middle school or high school, and he's going through puberty and it's like kids are going to be curious about sex and she so Rhea Perlman's character touches on this in the closing argument Mm -hmm. but still her ultimate defense is porn turned this kid into a rapist and that to me is like a weak point I think the argument would have been perfectly fucking sound and probably had the same result of like not guilty by way of you know incapacity mentally but um, if she had just argued like this kid had no education at yeah. all about right or wrong. But, and no education or concept of consent yeah. as a result. Yeah, and then so people take home that porn causes rape. And also, to dig deeper into that, what I really dislike is... So here's one thing. If you really want to take that argument like to the nth degree... 2008 internet free internet porn mm-hmm. that a 14-year-old could feasibly gain access mm-hmm. to, which is going to be on, like, tube sites, like X videos and shit, whatever was really popular website for that in 2008. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Look, I was, uh, what, I was, like, 19. I was, like, 18, 19. And, no, I was actually 20 in 2008. Yeah. I'm born in 88. But anyway, I was... Around the same time, like, I was just freshly out of high school, you know, like, young college age. I watched enough internet porn. Like, 
I saw what was available online at that time and like is there a lot of fucked up porn that like did not at all have any conversation around consent or show it at all like absolutely for sure but I don't think that that's like was the absolute majority of everything to where that's the only lesson that a 14 year old would learn from watching it like I yeah. feel like that's a little I got I got all my ideas about sex from fanfiction.net which um, which I would just read characters getting it on. But the interesting thing about like sites like fan and especially archive archive of our own, which are both like fan fiction, is that they put a lot of especially archive of our own, they put a lot of stock in that you need to tag things appropriately. Mm. So you know, if if you're if the story has do even dubious consent, that's mm-hmm. a tag that they have. Okay. Um, like there is like non-consent, but there's dubious mm-hmm. consent, and mm-hmm. there you know. So it's just, um, so I felt like I had a pretty good, I I, I feel like yeah that was maybe helpful yeah I think to that me makes a lot of sense <laughs> maybe I don't know I didn't I didn't like watching porn. Mm-hmm. I didn't like I didn't like watching real people get it on. I don't know why. Um, sometimes I don't it made like me, watching. Real it made me really. On. It made me really uncomfortable. I think that's fair. Another thing that he said, uh, back to the when they're in the interrogation room and they're asking Jack about his TV and media consumption mm-hmm. habits. One of the things he says is like, "Well, I really like watching the late night, the stuff that comes on after ten because." There's adults and they get naked and they have sex. All, all I can think about is like I like I like watching the late night stuff that comes on after ten is like oh you like watching the the late show. I know, right? <laughs> With Jay well, Leno, it made me think of like the shitty like soft po- softcore porn. Oh yeah, it's like on like HBO or yeah. like Cinemax. Which I'm mean, like, that you mean stuff- Skinemax? Skinemax. <laughs> well, and that's like another example of like okay, if this kid is watching those things like. A lot of those were, like, su- supposedly romantic softcore movies made for couples to watch together. Mm-hmm. So that's not necessarily something that's illustrating, like, the worst possible scenario where there's no consent involved that this kid would learn from. So I just, the whole, there's too many holes in the argument. Yeah. For me to find it plausible. Obviously, this is SVU, so I'm not supposed to really find it plausible. But. Yeah, no, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be, like, inflamed. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be like, ah, oh, porn. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Porn. And it just, yeah, of course, and, which I And I mean, also, expect. this episode was just propaganda for you to convert to Judaism. Welcome, <laughs> my brothers and sisters, <laughs> to the tribe. <laughs> I, I hope you find a nice rabbi who will help you in this transition. Just remember, you have to ask them three times. <laughs> That's a real thing. I'm, that's Three a real times. part of it. Yeah. It's I like, like basically just that like you're actually committed to the cause. Some people don't do that now. I have an uncle who's a pastor um, yeah. in a Lutheran church, and I have to ask him everything three times, and he answers mostly in jokes. So, But that might be just a him thing because he's... Are you asking him religious things or are you asking him dude. like... Oh, just like anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My my rabbi's from Israel, and he has a really really dry sense of humor, 
he um <laughs> so one of my friends and I we go to the same temple and she realized because we were talking about how kind of offbeat his humor is the other day and mm-hmm. she realized oh shit this thing that he said to me three years ago he was dunking on me oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he dunked on me so hard I didn't know it <laughs> I wish I could remember <laughs> I mean I feel like that's basically it it's like uh, it's just law and order it always when it it try it tries so hard. It, it got so far, and in the end, it didn't even matter. Like, like you know, it just like like it just didn't know why. It didn't even matter like how hard it tried. It just keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> oh my god, are we? Are you done? Are you done, Rachel? I designed that rhyme. It was really to good. remind myself that in the end it didn't even matter. No, okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> sing it. I'm not gonna. I was about to sing it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Um, but I, I mean, they, they do like they really, they really try. Also, I think this denoted like a shift in sort of the cultural moment because mm-hmm. more people were starting to have access. Not necessarily more people were trying to have access to the internet, but there was a lot more things popping up. Yes. And also, you said this episode came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. 2008 was just a really angry year for people. Like, not because of porn, but that was when the housing crisis. Yeah. Yeah, this like, was January 2008. So yeah. Right so, the year that it came out. So, most people, like, it's just, we were about to have the housing crisis. Most people were just looking for, it was an election year. People mm-hmm. are just, like, looking for shit to be angry at and to blame things on. Um, so why not porn? So why not porn? I'm not saying that, like, the housing crisis also causes you to rape. I'm saying <laughs> that I'm saying that um, when you're looking for... I'm saying that if you're feeling like you need to look for something to be angry at, why not be angry at something that Law & Order SVU tells you to be angry at? Yeah, that's totally reasonable. I direct yeah. all. I wait for um, TV shows to tell me where to direct my anger mm-hmm. most of the time because I, I don't know because I have no idea where it should go until crazy ex girlfriend tells me where to put it. <laughs> I you know what? Because that's what I'm watching every day lately. I'm almost done. Crazy ex girlfriend should allow you that. That's no. You should take your cues from mm-hmm. your angry cues about what you should be angry at with crazy ex girlfriends. Yeah. You know, generalize about men. Yeah. Have you have you gone to that part yet? Um, yes. And uh, I just, the other day, watched the episode where it's fit hot guys have problems too. <laughs> fit hot guys have, have problems, problems too. too. Don't look at us. We're not Dancing doing it for, for you. you. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. If, uh, if you haven't, everyone listening, if you haven't watched that TV show, please, please watch it. I'm going to post, yeah, I'm going to post a link to that. <laughs> Also, also for um, generalizing about men. Yes. Um, we actually got a couple questions through Instagram while uh, we've been cool. recording. Let's wrap it up with some questions. Let's do it. Um, so first one is favorite book. Oh, shit. Um, my favorite book is probably Good Omens. It's actually in my backpack right now because I'm lending it to someone. Um, nice. Yeah, by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Um, the last book I just 
but you know i i used to read a ton Mm -hmm. um and then i got to college and had to read not for fun and i and i hit the and then i got into the workforce and i had to read for um not fun Mm um and but i've been trying to get back into it so i also recently read bad blood secrets and lies in a silicon valley startup by john carrey oh shit it's about um yeah it's about theranos um Mm -hmm. and uh and elizabeth holmes it it's really good nonfiction if you're interested in something there was also a documentary on hbo um so you know but good omens for sure Read it before if you haven't watched the... I've already uh, watched the whole show. If you haven't watched the show on Amazon Prime. um, Not on Netflix. Yeah. On Amazon Amazon Prime, Prime, not Netflix. It was taken down from Netflix because of that very successful uh, campaign to get it taken down. Have you not heard about this? No. There was like this Christian there was like this Christian group that started an online petition to get Netflix (gasps) to take it down. Uh, take down good omens but the joke is that uh, it's it was produced by amazon so they were oh. so they were to so <laughs> um it actually got a lot of like it really got because neil someone tweeted neil gaiman about it and so he like retweeted it and he was like go sign this position to get taken this petition to get down, so it was actually Netflix. on Netflix. No, it wasn't it on was Netflix. Ne- oh my god, it was that's never so funny. on Netflix. Oh my god, it'll so never be on Netflix. Who... It's just that they're stupid. Oh my god, that's fantastic. I love that. Oh my god, that's so good. Um, but yeah, Good Omens is really good. Uh, Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in Silicon Valley is really good. Um, but Good Omens is my favorite. I probably read it. I don't know what my favorite book is. I've like read looking it. Looking at all the ones I've read recently. I've probably read it a dozen times. And trying to decide. I just haven't read a ton of fiction lately, I guess. I have a lot of books that I need to read that I haven't read yet. Hmm. Um, you really liked um, the the book by Jis Lee. Yeah, I did. I yeah. love that. I was thinking I more novels. I don't remember the name of it. It's called Coming Out Like a Porn Star. It's just an anthology of um, porn stars coming out stories that they submitted. So, but Jizzly, like, we'll include and We'll them include all notes for our favorite book, for the books we mentioned in our show notes. Yes, we will. I'll put, I'll say that, like, one of the books I've most enjoyed reading in the past year is, uh, this is, like, maybe one of the nerdier things I've read. It's called Three Sisters, Three Queens by Philippa Gregory. And oh. it's like a dramatized retelling of the whole Mary of Mary Queen of Scots and like Queen who Catherine I don't remember their names anyway that whole thing the Tudors um, she did fantastic. that's like that's just her genre of choice she likes yeah. writing historical fiction yeah but that book is fantastic and like I I'm not necessarily a historical fiction person but I just was really attracted to the synopsis of that book and I enjoyed reading it. It's, I usually do Audible, and it, it's a it's a long-ass book. But it's more tolerable when I can listen to it, because then I can, like, listen to it when I'm driving, or listen when to I'm it. at work, yeah, doing listen to something it. boring. Listening to it when you're working out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're not sponsored by Audible. 
But if you want to Audible, do they even sponsor podcasts anymore? Because I haven't heard of Audible. I don't know podcasts in a very long time. I don't know. They sponsor YouTube people still, so they probably sponsor podcasts. I have okay. So there's a couple more questions. Some of these are maybe more directed to me, but if you feel like you have an answer for it, please contribute. I have an answer for everything, and I'm always right. So hit me up. Fantastic. Okay, so answer (laughs) this one. In what way can a career in porn help you in any other career? Well, I feel example directing. Yeah, I feel like, one, if you work in an industry, if you're paying attention, you ask the correct questions, you can learn a lot mm-hmm. about anything. And also, I feel like you've learned, from what from the stories you've told me, you've learned a lot about running your own business. Yes. You, you know, because you were, you were running your own business. That's you could, you could be a small business consultant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there we go. I could be an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, although I wouldn't want to be, but I could. Um, um, but go ahead and answer the question for yourself. <laughs> um, well, I would have said the same thing. Okay. As well as, like, I, I, when I was in the industry, I was also, my goal at the time uh, was to eventually build a production company and, like, direct and produce stuff, which I sort of did for my own website when I had it. But it was never on, like a scale or budget of what eventually would have been my goal. Mm -hmm. But because I knew I was interested in learning those things, I was always asking directors and producers on set, like looking at their equipment, seeing how they use it, like asking them questions about lighting. So I learned a lot of fun stuff that way. Um, But that goes for any, anyone who works in that environment, like on a production set, like you can learn a lot just by watching and like asking the crew, what, Oh, what's this thing for? What's that thing Mm -hmm. for? Um, let's see, we got a couple more. Some some of these are really specific that I'm not going to answer because I don't feel like they're suited to the podcast necessarily. Yeah, maybe we'll answer them to some other point in time. Here's this. Wink, wink. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm, I am going to put this one, like, I think, yeah, okay, like, we'll, we'll all read this one too and then we can talk about this and then we'll talk about that other thing you just hinted at. No, we're not going to talk about it until next episode. You're just okay. going to have to stew. Never mind. Everyone just stew in your britches. Stew and wonder <laughs> why I was winking at you. What's the best way to approach a former star that we recognize but genuinely just want to ask out? Oh. But you just want to ask them out? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Have you talked to that person? Like, ever? Like, don't just go... Like, can you imagine if someone recognized you and you had never met them? And otherwise, you're just some weird person who's just like, want to go out with me? Um, and they'll and they'll realize how yeah. you, why you're asking that. My advice would be don't. Yeah. Like, maybe try to get to know them as a person first because maybe you, maybe you actually won't like them as a person. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't love the idea of that because I've been in a situation where someone recognized me oh. and didn't tell me that they recognized me Ooh. and they, quote unquote, wanted to get to know me as a person. Ooh, yikes. Um, but it was because they wanted to date me or ask me out. And when I ultimately was like, no, then, oh, guess what? They disappear off the face of the fucking planet. Yeah. So I mean, don't just become... It's kind of like that whole thing of like, oh, well, this person used to do porn, so they obviously want to fuck everyone all the time, so I must be entitled to have sex with her. Yeah, true. Don't just, don't just become friends with someone because you want to ask them out at some point. Generally... If you want to get to gen... If you want to genuinely get to know someone, then you should become friends with them and just have no expectations that they will at some point want to date you. 
But, I mean... I will still say this, though. If if you... I don't know if you're asking this totally hypothetically or if the person asking this has actually been in a scenario where you've seen someone you recognize uh-huh. from, like, an adult film in in real life and you've thought you wanted to ask them out. But that my, the reason why my best advice is, like, don't. Just don't. Is because that's not a strong point of connection to build a relationship with anyone. Like, I saw you in this thing or I'm a fan of you being in this thing. No. That's... It would be different if, like, you recognize them because y'all go to the same, I don't know, like, you have something else in common. Like, there's some other thread that ties you together other than you pass them on the street and you recognize them. Yeah, you go to the same gym or you, like, I don't want to say you work in the same place because don't. Well, that could be an HR issue for sure. Also, Um, just don't hit on your coworkers. Yeah. Don't make your coworkers uncomfortable. Don't make your coworkers uncomfortable. That's not cool. Or like you have a friend in common and you see them at a party or something. Like, like I know you've been to parties at my place and I've had people who like it was one person in particular they mm-hmm. recognized you, and they asked me about it and I was like, and I was just straight up from them. I was like, yes, you're right. Please don't bring it up because she doesn't she doesn't feel comfortable with people knowing that side of her. And trying to maintain friendships with her, um, probably don't bring up that you recognize her. If you want to become friends with her, just become friends with her. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I guess if you're just like walking down the street and you see uh, someone, well, also it's like, would you would you behave that way to someone if they weren't an adult star? Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I saw Bill Nye on the street in New York once. He had just exited Starbucks. He was holding a delicious-looking latte in his hand, and he looked like he was on his way somewhere. And uh, as much as Bill Nye was like a childhood hero of mine, maybe this is the wrong example because I don't necessarily want to fuck or date Bill Nye, but let's say I did, oh, in I have theory. A, I have a great example of that. Would, like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't approach him and like I wouldn't do it just doesn't make like why would this I don't know this person and they don't know me I get really so if you feel like you know someone because you're a fan maybe you have a false sense of knowing them I get really starstruck quite easily (laughs) it's really it's really bad like I wish I could be cool but I'm not cool um so I saw Eric Repair one time he's a celebrity chef um celebrity genius is like billion star Michelin restaurant oh my God. and he has cookbooks and stuff and he's a very attractive Frenchman he's a silver fox um, but I saw oui, him oui. Oui, oui. I saw him on the street and he crossed the street and like he was it seemed like he was like didn't really know where he was just kind of ambling about and I didn't have my sunglasses on so when I recognized him my eyes like bugged out of your face bugged out <laughs> <laughs> and he asked the per- and so it was like he was walking towards me. He saw that and he walked to the person who was maybe like two or three feet away and asked them for directions. And I was like, why can't I just be cool? Oh my god! So, but you know, so in that case, I wouldn't have asked Eric Repair out one because, um, he's like. Even though I think he's a very attractive man, he's like fifty years older than me. Yeah, and yeah, that's. I have feelings. About I have age feelings about that type of age difference. Uh, two, I think he's like happily married. Yeah. Three. Oh, which three. is another good point of like, do you, do you know the person's life situation? Oh yeah, like, that's true. Really, you don't know you if don't, they're single or you whatnot. You don't know their life, and it's and it's rude to put people in that situation where they have to be like, 
I actually know I have a Mm -hmm. significant other. I have a boyfriend. Like, people can say no to you just because they want to say no to you. Mm -hmm. Also, think about the context. If you're... If you're a man and the porn star who you see is a woman, think about the context of you, a man, just walking up to a woman on the street. Like, that's creepy. It's kind of scary. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, or, like, or if you, or if you're, like, not necessarily following her because you're stopped. Like, you're not, it's not stopping, but, like, you're following them because you're, like, you're, like, I'm going to work up the nerve to say hi. You're fo- You're still following someone. And that is also creepy. Which is not that we were saying that this person is doing no, that. No, 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 we're Just not. hypothetical because it is a thing that happens and it has happened to me many yeah. times. Usually at the grocery store, which is... Extra fucking weird and creepy. Yeah. No, we're... No, person who asked that question, we're not saying that you're a creep. You're probably... You listen to this podcast. You're probably a cool person because you listen to us. But... Obviously a cool person because you're listening to us. Um, But just... Just keep in mind... Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Just keep in mind your... How you relate to that person and if it's maybe just that you know them because you watch them in their videos don't ask them out mm-hmm. if you if you don't if you know them outside of that and like you have kind of a good relationship maybe just fess up that i don't know how you feel about this because mm-hmm. but maybe just fess up like hey i have seen your porn and then i met you and i realized you were cool and wondering if you wanted to grab a drink i just wanted to be upfront about it yeah that wouldn't bother me yeah like, transparency is a thing that I respect, and, like, people being honest and being willing to be vulnerable is yeah are things that I respect. Let it us- doesn't mean that I would say, like, yeah, I'll go out with you, but, you know, it's at least not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and and if that person says no, don't, don't be a jerk about it. Yeah. And again, I can't stress this enough. Just because someone does any form of sex work does not mean that they want to have sex with you mm-hmm. or anyone else uh, at, at any point. Like, yeah. it's not... Uh, yeah. Sex <laughs> work does not equal consent. Correct. Yeah. Um, do we have another question, or is that where we want to... I can check again, because we literally might have gotten one in the last like minute. Okay. We were still getting several rolling in last time I looked. All right, let's... Hopefully it's a fun one for the last question of the episode. Ooh, this one's also kind of heavy, so I don't know if we want to do that one. No, let's um, save it. Okay, let's save it. We're going to save it. Um, thank you for sending in your questions. Next time I'll try to um, open that. Like the day before. The, the field, yeah. But I'm still impressed that we got like a good amount mm-hmm. just in the past hour that we started recording. Yeah, thank you. You know what we haven't said yet? Where people can find us. Oh my god. Where can they find us, Adrian? We are at afteradult.com, at afteradult on Instagram, and afteradultpod on Twitter. You can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. All the different podcasting platformy places. Um, you can find me in a hole in the wall where I scream about politics. <laughs> like, I literally just put my head through a hole in the wall. So and you'll be able to find us on Patreon, too. I, yeah. Um, there, too. But me, personally, you can find me screaming into the abyss. <laughs> I 
I don't know what that face was. I'm sorry. No one can this, see that. This week was hard, y'all. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this they, week was not a good not a, not a Where week. can they find you personally, Adrian? Um, you can find me holding my cat. And crying. And crying <laughs> into her ear. What you can find is me holding my cat close against my body and doing the thing where I try to gently guide her nose into my ear because I love the feeling of a cat purring with their little wet nose into your ear. It's If you haven't tried it and you have a cat, stop what you're doing and try it right now. If you don't have a cat and you haven't tried it, go find the nearest cat and try it. Just make sure it's not a cat that's belligerent. Um, and maybe get to know the cat a little better before you try to force their face into your ear. But that's where you can find me. Um, also, you should definitely leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Again, we are trying to get Rachel's mom onto this podcast. Yep. And it's going to it's gonna take some work, y'all. Yeah. And I, we, don't, I we, don't know. She actually has already agreed to what we will be doing um, for the podcast. I'm going to look at how many reviews we currently have at this very moment. Should we? 40. Yeah, come on. Well, that's ratings. That's not even total number of reviews. I don't know if I can find the total number of reviews. I don't even remember what the number was that we said that it would take. Um, My mom, when I told her about Summer of SVU, she wants to watch Boogie Nights with us and then talk about it. (laughs) Fantastic. So we can say we have like 12 reviews, but we do have 40 ratings. But I mean, I'll take. I'll take. Look, our stat, we have 1,500 listeners, like regular listeners. Which is insane. On this podcast. And 40 ratings, y'all? Step it up. Is that just on Apple reviews? Have you checked other platforms? Yeah, I'm going to chastise platforms? everyone until we have 1,000 ratings. On have Apple you checked podcasts. other platforms? Yeah, but like, so Apple Podcast is the only one that really matters. Like, all the other oh, platforms, okay. they don't have like a good aggregated rating system. It's like, mm, so. And you don't have to have an Apple account or be an Apple phone, like an iPhone user to leave a rating or review. Yeah. Like, you have to have an iTunes account, which you can just log in through the browser and leave a review that way. And, like, almost everyone has an iTunes account, right? So. Yeah. Even if it's one from, like, 2004 that you forgot the password to, make a new one. Anyways. Leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review if you want us to watch Boogie Nights with my mom and her dog and talk about it. <laughs> this, oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> but we're only, no matter how much Rachel and I want to do that anyway, we're not going to do it unless no. we get a thousand reviews. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, like yeah. I said, you can find me under your bed crying. I'll give you a minute to check under your bed. You I'm can there. find me in the shower, intermittently running scalding hot water onto my own face as I lay on my back and then shutting it off because I start to feel bad about wasting water in uh, in this economy. You can find me at the bottom of a lake waiting to give you a mythical sword. You can find me at the liquor store that I live next to. You can find me at the bar that one of the five bars that I live a block away from. <laughs> You can find me in the oven because I am a pizza. You can find me. You can find me at your local grocery store in the dessert section because I'm super sweet. I thought you were gonna say because you lick the ice cream and put it back in the freezer. Oh no, no! Don't do that! Don't do that! That's so gross. That's so disgusting. Oh. Um, or you can find me in the 
in the middle of the grocery store where like the chips and the pretzels and all the stuff and like snack and like because I'm a snack girl you're a meal oh then you can find me in the frozen food section because I'm a meal for one. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know what my favorite brand of frozen meal is hungry man eating well oh trust me you're gonna eat well <laughs> with me <laughs> okay bye bye <laughs>